He came, he entered into this world to do this great rescue mission, the greatest rescue of all time. It's incredible. And you start to think about what Jesus did for us. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the author of Why Life Hurts and co-author of Evangelism Made Simple. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and today on In Grace, we are remembering September 11th, as here we are all these years later, still remembering the events that happened here in the United States on that fateful day. Today, we are gonna talk about rescue, and my title is The Greatest Rescue of All Time. I know that we were glued to the televisions in 2001 on September 11th because we were hoping for rescue, and we saw people running into the Pentagon and helping people, and even the defense secretary running and helping people on the lawn of the Pentagon. We also know that people went into the World Trade Center to find people alive. And unfortunately, not many were found alive. But uh, we did interview uh, a person that went into the rubble of the World Trade Center and was able to find two people alive and help with their rescue. And we're going to share with you today how you can get a video copy of this series called A Heaven Sent Rescue. I'll tell you more at the end how you can get that. But it's a very important for us to remember this day and to talk about our situation, to talk about as sinners what we need rescue. Another thing that I'm going to talk about in my message today, as I preached this message, it was just after Hurricane Ian, and that hit Florida last year. We sent a team, a rescue team from our ministry, from Ingrace, from our church, uh, some fathers and sons down in a big RV pulling a big trailer with generators and chainsaws and gasoline and and food and all this stuff because we have a lot of friends that were in that affected area of Florida. And so today while I preach, you're also going to hear from them a little bit about their experiences, what they saw, the devastation, and a news clip from NBC New York that interviews a young man that is part of our ministry. And you'll be impressed with little Isaiah as he recounts the experience that he had. So today's all about rescue. And uh, today we all are either in need of rescue or we've been rescued. Uh, the rescuer has come and he offers salvation to anyone. So that's the theme of our day today. As we remember September 11th, I'll rejoin you at the end and share more about how you can get a video copy of A Heaven Sent Rescue, the dramatic 9-11 story of Staff Sergeant David Carnes. If you'd like to find out more about our ministry here at InGrace, go to our website, ingraceradio.com. We are not here by accident. But the problem is, friends, we have failed. We have messed up. We have willfully sinned against a God who is good and he created everything right and he created this incredible place for us to live. And then we failed. We sinned. Our ancestors sinned. Adam and Eve, real people, your relatives. Eventually, the world got so bad, God destroyed the earth with a flood. And then, even in the midst of that judgment, there was a rescue plan, wasn't there? God told Noah to build this ark. And it's not a little teeny bathtub ark, friends. This is a massive, huge ark that saved eight people. And again, they're your ancestors as well. 
and the animals. We need a rescue, don't we? There's another judgment that's coming. There's actually two. There's one. This earth, the Bible says, is going to be destroyed by fire. We're worried about global warming. You've seen nothing. Okay? But also, the Bible describes an eternal lake of fire. That is the destination of all who have rebelled against God. And the Bible says we're born in sin. We sin. And everyone that tries to rescue themselves, you find that you can never be good enough because you find that you continue to sin. Even if you say, I promise to stop sinning from today on, and let's say you could possibly do that. You can't, but let's say you could. You still all have all your past sins. And you cannot atone for those yourselves. We are in a bind. We are in need of rescue. Now, Southwest Florida is familiar to me. My mom and dad started to vacation down in Cape Coral and Sanibel years and years ago. So we love that place, a beautiful island. And if you've been to Sanibel, uh, Cape Coral, Fort Myers, Cayo Costa, uh, Cayo Costa is where Ian made landfall on the barrier island. And that's a, a little state park. It's beautiful, it's deserted. We've tent camped out there, and it's just gorgeous. And then it made the second landfall, or the mainland landfall, at a little subdivision called Pirate Harbor. That's where my mom and dad used to live, right in Pirate Harbor. Small little subdivision. And that's where Ian came to shore. And it surprised people because they thought Ian was going to go further north and possibly go through Tampa. And so we were ready to send people down to all of our friends in Tampa and that part of Florida. And then just like Charlie, which my mom was in Cape Coral for Charlie, she actually went through the the hurricane went into the eye of the hurricane, and she says, never again. I'm like, Mom, why did we leave you down there? We, we still can't understand why we left you down there for Charlie. But anyway, she's here. She's got a great story to tell you now. <clears throat> and then a, a grandson by the name of Charlie, too. That's kind of funny, isn't it? A great grandson. Uh, Ian came right pretty much on that same path, but Ian, uh, Charlie was a four, but Charlie was a small four. Ian was a, a large uh, diameter four. And it came in, and it just shredded Sanibel and Captiva, North Captiva, Cayo Costa, all of those areas. We fished so many times down there, all around the, that area. We know it so well. We've planted a church in Cape Coral. Cape Baptist Church is a church that we started a number of years ago. And a lot of our friends are down there. So we were really worried, and we said, we're going to send a rescue team. We're going to gather a group of guys. It turned out to be three uh, men and their sons, and some of their sons are men as well, they're older, and they started to just help anyone they could. The idea was to give them supplies, chainsaws, generators, gas, food, and water, and get down there, and in the first hours of a disaster, there's no, like, coordination yet. They're trying, the government's trying to get in there, now they're doing great, by the way, but at first, everyone's in a daze, no one knows what to do, it's so bad. To see the devastation in Southwest Florida. People were trapped. People needed rescue. And so I asked the, some of the guys that were down there to do a little video to explain what it felt like when they first laid eyes on the devastation there in Southwest Florida. And here is what they had to say. So coming down to this area and seeing just the pure devastation of the entire area put me into sort of a shock. I was trying to mentally prepare myself for what I would see, but I don't think I could have actually done that because it was just 
it, it was crazy at what I saw and just seeing the, the giant boats, you know, a mile inland was crazy. For me, the most impactful moment was today when we were at the Fort Myer Beach Bridge. The South Bridge was out. The only way in and out of that island was through the bridge that we were at. And we were standing there um, with a couple sheriff deputies and people were coming on and off, walking over two plus miles, some of them carrying whatever belongings they had. Um, and they were, they were desperate. So when we first got there, all there was was just devastation. All the homes were gone. Boats were just everywhere. And it was just really sad to see people walking around with no hope. We headed towards the Fort Myers Beach area and there it was, it was just bad. Uh, devastation everywhere. People distraught, don't know what to do, kind of staring off in the distance. Um, very sad. Some of these people lost everything, their home, their, their cars, their whatever they had. It was just utter destruction. Uh, we drove by many people just sitting in front of their businesses, sitting in front of their houses with their hands in their laps and just looking like utter despair. Uh, people, you know, that, that have no hope. And that's our situation, friends. It really is. That's literally, if you look at the human race, that's our situation. We have been devastated by our own sin. We're in need of rescue. And I want to share with you a couple of verses in the Bible that show you that the Lord is offering to rescue you. Okay? The Lord, number one, is offering to rescue you. Isn't that amazing? Look at 1 Timothy 4 and verse 18 and this is Paul speaking to Timothy. These are the, some of the very last words of the Apostle Paul. And he says to Timothy, the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and preserve me. I want you to focus on the Lord shall deliver me and preserve me. Because Paul had a lot of people against him. We're going to see that next. But the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to be glory forever and ever. Amen. The Bible talks about our sin and our, our rebellion. It's really what sin is. We've rebelled against God and sometimes we sin without even realizing it. But we've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But the Lord will deliver you. Not only from the penalty of sin, which is eternal separation from God in hell, but also he's going to deliver you in this life from some of the things that are out to harm you. God is going to protect you. And we bathed that hurricane response team in prayer, especially the younger ones that went down with their dads. I saw the mom hugging her son. Now he's 15, but still. He's her little boy, right? And I could just see a little bit of worry on her face that we're actually sending this son into such devastation. But we bathed them in prayer, didn't we? Romans 8.1 says there's no condemnation to them in Christ. Condemnation is this idea that, that we are going to be separated from God in hell. We're under God's wrath. But for those in Christ, we don't have that condemnation. 
okay? So you need rescue, I need rescue, we all need rescue, and Jesus is willing and able to rescue you. As a matter of fact, he's already uh, come. He already came, he already did everything that you need to be rescued. You say, well then, why am I not already rescued? Because you have to accept it. You have to receive it, what he's done for you. He came, he died on the cross, and he rose again. He is God in the flesh. There's one God, there's three persons, the Father, Son, and Spirit. The second person of the Godhead came and became one of us. He did what we couldn't do. He lived a perfect life. Never once did he sin. They tried to find faults, but no one could. Pontius Pilate declared him innocent three times and yet still condemned him to death. The Roman centurion, this hardened man, said, surely this is the Son of God. He came, he raised the dead, he healed the lame, he healed the blind, he did incredible miracles, yet he was crucified. No one could have taken him and killed him without his approval. He's God. He allowed the creature to take his life, but he was doing it for them, for the very people that were nailing the nails into his hands and feet. He was doing this for them. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He came, he entered into this world to do this great rescue mission, the greatest rescue of all time. It's incredible when you start to think about what Jesus did for us. The Lord wants to rescue you. And we need to be rescued, don't we? Look at number two. We need rescue. So what were some of the things that Paul was facing? Even as a believer, even as a prominent Christian, he had problems. Some people say, well, once I am saved, once I'm a born-again believer, now, like, my whole life's gonna be easy. <laughs> and actually, it could get harder. We're never promised a life of ease. That's a Western Christianity thing. That's a, a television preacher thing. It worries me a little bit because I'm a television preacher, but I don't preach that. I actually say that if our Savior suffered, who are we to think that we won't suffer? This September, we remember the lives lost and the bravery and strength that emerged from the ashes of 9-11. Let us come together to honor the heroes and acknowledge the courage of those deeply impacted by the tragic events of that day. Experience the incredible story of a heaven-sent rescue, an emotional tribute to a 9-11 first responder. When you give any amount to In Grace this week, Jim Scudder will personally express his gratitude by sending you this powerful video. And for a generous gift of $50 or more, you'll receive In Grace's entire patriotic bundle, including four more incredible video series. To take advantage of this exceptional offer, Call 800-78-GRACE. Go to our website at ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. Now you're going to get to see what hope looks like and what the gospel looks like as they were down there, they were handing out food, water, they were filling people's generators with gasoline, 
They were moving people that were, they had evacuated some people off this bridge, but they didn't know where to go. So we had a rental SUV that we're filling up with people and driving them to a shelter. And all of these things happened because of the gospel. And another interesting thing, this young man, he um, was interviewed by NBC New York. And I'm actually going to play the interview for you. It's a little hard to hear, so listen carefully because there's background noise. But they're asking him, why are you here? Are you on vacation? He's like, no, my church sent me. And the guy's like, what? But at the end, the camera guy says, you've got God in you and gives him a hug. The camera guy. I mean, these are New Yorkers, right? Are you here on vacation? What are you guys doing? No, we're here. Uh, we were sent by our church to supply humanitarian support and uh, share the, the gospel with everybody. From Chicago? From Chicago. Hi. I just, there's a heavy burden, but it's just to, to share the good news. How important is it, right, that you're also Sorry. nourishing the soul? Yeah. Right, on the soul, but you're also nourishing the stomach and taking care of yeah. physical health. How important is it what you're doing folks out this is just another way that we can reach out to them. This is a good way to just, these people are needing it. We need to give this stuff to them. And it's it's just, we're just trying to give them the life. You know? We're trying to share that with them. So what's your name? My name's Evan. I'm in ninth grade. How old are you? I'm 15. Good job. Good job. Nice job, I right Thank you, sir. God in your heart, right? God. Thank you. Good job, Blessing. God bless you. It was really cool, though, to pass out tracks, just hand out water, and just to see them actually have hope for the first time in a long time. We were able to pass out waters and snacks to a lot of people today, and with that, of course, Evan tracks and share the gospel with some, and so it was, it was amazing to see, and hopefully we can give them a little bit of hope, um, those that have lost everything. They were desperate. We gave them water. We gave them some snacks and we were able to give them the gospel, give them a heaven track. It was so well received. It was amazing. It was amazing the, the power of the gospel and to put a smile on someone's face. Today we were able to pass out uh, tracks, gave people the gospel, and that's something that, you know, if they accepted Christ as their savior, that that hope is all in Jesus. Just being able to not only meet people's physical needs, but also their spiritual needs was um, really cool for me to be a part of. And I was really thankful to be part of this trip and uh, help out down here in Florida. Isaiah, wow. He's giving the gospel to New York. You know, he's just telling the guy. And I'm like, oh my, I, you know, I would have said we're here to, you know, give food and water and help people. And no, he just went right into the gospel. It's like, yeah, what an awesome kid. But that's what God can do for you. God can change your life. And then you're going to go in the middle of chaos and devastation and destruction, and you're going to still have hope because you have hope, and then you're going to give hope, right? And there's hope for the world. Now, uh, there's some people that are really hurting, and they've lost everything. But if you have Jesus, you have everything, okay? We're not talking about religion. We're not talking about a priest or a pastor. We're not talking about prayers and penance. We're talking about the person and work of Jesus, the Son of God who died on the cross for you and rose again. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by grace are you saved through faith. It's not of yourselves. It is a what? Gift of God. We didn't hand anything out and say, now pay us for that. 
No, it's a gift. You're giving out things for free. It's a gift of God. What is? Eternal life. How do you receive it? Well, you have to believe. You have to put your trust in Jesus. It is the gift of God. It's not of works, friends. If you could work your way to heaven, why would Jesus have had to die? Some people think, well, he did his part. I got to do my part. No, you can't do anything. You have to just by faith put your trust in him. You say, well, how do I do that? Just believe. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner, and right now I put my full trust and dependence in Jesus. I believe that he died and rose again for my sins. You're putting your trust in him, and the Bible says at that very instant, you're born again. You know, children had a moment of birth, didn't they? They had a moment when they came into this world, and once that happened, they were always children of their parents. Now, there might be times in their life when they aren't behaving themselves, and the parents might wish they weren't their children. And there are some other times in their life and the children wish they weren't uh, the children of their parents. But the fact remains is they are always are your children if they're born into your family. And we have been adopted by God. When we put our trust in Jesus Christ, we are born again. We're born spiritually, a second birth. And that will guarantee 100% that you're on your way to heaven and you will not face eternal separation from God. And then, it's our whole life is, is the Lord standing with us and helping us and rescuing us from all the issues that we have in our life. So not only are you saved from hell, but you also are saved by one that is going to be with you and will help you and protect you. Do you know Jesus as your Savior? Have you ever believed that he died for you? We've fallen short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. God, who never sinned, he cannot sin. He is holy. Our sin separates us from him. But he loves us so much. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus paid for our sin, and he's offering his hand to rescue you. If you put out your hand of faith... You're saved. You say, well, what if I mess up after this? What if I mess up tonight, tomorrow, the next day? You're going to. You're in the hand of God. He now will treat you like a son or a daughter. He will never kick you out. He cannot. But you are safe and secure in his hand. And he preserves you. And you don't have to worry about that. Now you say, well, what should I do with my life? Well, now serve him. Now tell others about him. And you'll be amazed at the opportunities God gives you. I promise you, Wednesday morning, when the six guys woke up that went down to Florida, they didn't know they were going to Florida because we just made the call because I was watching the storm and like, well, you know what? It's gonna hit, let's get them going. And they literally, in a matter of a few hours, spun up and were ready to hit the road and they were able to get down there right away. It's just the coolest life in the world, isn't it? To have these incredible opportunities to share God's love. Have you been rescued from your sin? He wants to save you right now. And that was a message that I preached about a year ago as we had just deployed a rescue team to the Hurricane Ian uh, devastation. And uh, how blessed are we when we can uh, help people when they're in need and in desperation. And it's not always a natural disaster. Sometimes it's just somebody's having a bad day and we can give them a kind word or encourage them or, or maybe they're having real struggles with marriage or with children. And uh, that's where God can use us to help someone, lift that, that burden for someone. And I hope that we'll do that, recommit to that. Don't forget, we are remembering what happened on 9-11, 2001. And one of the best ways you can do that is to hear 
here in Grace's exclusive interview with Staff Sergeant Dave Carnes. You say, who is he? Well, he's a man that ran into the World Trade Center, into the rubble, and found two people alive. We tell his exclusive story on a video series called A Heaven Sent Rescue. I'd like to send this to you. This is the last day I'm going to mention it as a thank you for your gift of any amount to Ingrace. We can either send you the DVD or a digital download link. Also, if your gift is $50 or more, I'd like to send you not only a Heaven Sent Rescue, but also four more videos that will share with you how awesome America is and our heroes. Let us come together to honor the heroes and acknowledge the courage of those deeply impacted by the tragic events of 9-11. When you give any amount to Ingrace this week, Jim Scudder will express his gratitude by sending you a heaven-sent rescue. Or for a generous gift of $50 or more, get our entire patriotic bundle, including four more incredible video series. Call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to Ingrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. Ingrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on Ingrace Radio. Radio.